Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an oaky Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfy with your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Self Sesh. Hey, hey guys, it's Michelle B. Thanks for joining us. Shout out to all of my friends and uh, folks that are listening to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. Uh, I have an amazing guest here today. I'm super excited, by the way. Ricky Caruth had some time for me. We are in this and um, had a really nice conversation. Love. Love, love your wife, by the way. She's fantastic. And um, I kindly uh, kind of said, hey, would you mind being on my podcast? And Ricky's like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. So we're going to get to the nitty gritty of everything. Uh, I think a lot of you know who Ricky, Ricky is. Obviously, I've got my Remax hat on. He's the number one Remax agent in Alabama. And uh, he's got some really unique things that he does to generate leads, prospecting. I love the fact that you are a... Um, solo agent because I'm a solo agent and I think there's a lot of solo agents out there that need to hear what you're saying. Not all of us are, not that we don't want a team, but maybe that's just not our jam, you know? And so I think it's so refreshing to hear a solo agent tell it like it is, give sound advice on how to do upwardly a hundred deals a year on your own. So welcome, welcome to the show. And, um, you know, tell my audience a little bit about yourself. I already kind of said a little bit, but you also got a daily show and you've got lots of free coaching, which is awesome. Thanks for having me. It was nice to meet you guys out in Vegas. Um, a little bit about me. I grew up right here in Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Um, it's right on the Florida line. We got white sandy beaches and palm trees. Nobody really knows about this. Million dollar condos. It's an incredible place. Have you ever been? No, but I started watching you on Instagram. So follow yeah. Ricky on Instagram. And I was like, dang, four bedroom. What was that? A four bedroom condo. Mm. How, how much, what was the square footage on that? It was like 2,400 square foot. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a steal. Yeah. Yeah. I sold it for uh, seven, uh, 745. I can't believe that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. 2,400 square foot right on the beach, right? Um, it was beautiful. Place. Yeah, two units per floor in that building, like eight stories high. So it's really kind of a low density, nice place. But that's where I'm at. And I grew up here. I grew up roofing houses. I started selling real estate at 20. And, uh, you know, I made a million before I'm 23. Then the market crashed on me. I lost everything. Um, that's when I realized it was relationships over transactions, not the yeah. other way around. Started building my business back. And uh, from the moment I realized that relationships were the way, it still took me six years of implementing that to get to 100 deals a year. You know, and a lot of people just want it right now and they just want to sell 100 properties, you know, this year or next year. And they don't realize it took me 15 years to go through learning the philosophies behind how to do it and then to put the work in to actually get there. So it's like, you know, go put 50 hours a week in for 15 years and then come talk to me. 
But right. uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been a roller coaster, and I'm enjoying every second of it. I was just as happy roofing houses when I was a teenager, doing real estate, working on an oil rig. When the market crashed, I went back to roofing houses and worked on an oil rig for a year. I was just as happy doing that as I am right now because every day in my life is just wake up and grind. You know, it doesn't matter if I'm broke, if I'm rich, if I have a lot of, if I'm doing business, if I'm laying shingles on a roof, it doesn't matter to me. I just love to get up and be productive. Um, and that's what I makes me that. happy. Yeah, that's what makes me tick. And that's what brings me here today. Well, so let's talk about solo agents. And, you know, there's been an uptick, obviously, over the last few years, especially once the market started bouncing back on these mega teams and, and things. And I, I know for me, as you probably know in your area, when you see certain teams get up and they're talking on stage, they talk about the big numbers, but they don't talk about the expenses. And I, and I think I think solo agents feel a little intimidated by the teams, but why do you feel it's so important or what a solo agent can bring to the table versus a big team? And, and not that there's anything wrong with big team, but just in this case, um, something that's a little different than the team concept. What I like about it is that I can be much more personable with my clients. They know that I'm going to handle every step of the way. Like I go to every inspection, uh, showing, listing appointment, closing. I go to all those things myself. And my clients know that I'm going to be the one doing those things. I'm not going to put it off on another agent or somebody that's not me. They want me and I'm going to give them me. And so I think that goes a long way. I think that's one reason why I sell so much is because over the years, how I've been really consistent with being the one that handles everything. They love that. And they're more apt to refer people to me. Whereas if I had a team and I sent, you know, somebody else to go do this or that, and they didn't necessarily connect with that person, for whatever reason, now they kind of have a bad taste in their mouth and they may not refer people to me anymore because they think I'm just going to give them to another agent that isn't as personable as me or knowledgeable as me or they're not Ricky or whatever. And I think that just goes a really long way. So the biggest thing for me is like the time that I don't have to spend on agents in my office trying to train them and help them so I can make money off them. And I can now take that time and spend with my clients and put invest all that time into my clients. And that goes way further. That'll, that'll grow in my, in my opinion, in my experience that, that will help you grow your business a lot further because you're going deeper with those relationships and you know, you just have more time to invest into your, your clients to, to me. I love the sales part of it. I love the people. I love the helping the people buy and sell stuff as opposed to dealing with agents. Now I'm coaching, you know, thousands and thousands of agents for free. And I love that part of it because I'm able to influence everyone. Right. And, and just share what I'm doing. And it doesn't, it does, but when I, when I have a team member, that's something that's, believe it or not, even more, uh, takes up way more time than even what I'm doing now, you know, it takes me less time. Let's put it like that. It takes me less time to coach thousands, over 11,000 agents right now. It takes me less time to put out content to help 11,000 agents than it would if I had one or two agents on my team. I don't disagree with you because when I do talk to team leaders, there's a lot of complaining that goes on about the training and the 
when they leave or they their production isn't there or something's not clicking. And I, I always say, listen, I'm hashtag over 50. I've raised my kids and you met one of them out in Vegas. I don't want to babysit. And to me, that's just my personal opinion. I don't want to babysit adults. And there's some other reasons why I don't want to do that. So I, I remain a single agent with some support on the back end, you know, like virtual assistants and things like that so that I'm not like losing my mind completely. But your, your thing is really cool because one, you talk about free coaching, right? But you also are a big advocate of circle prospecting and my audience may not, uh, yet be following you and they will after this for sure. Let's talk a little bit about circle prospecting and, and why it is so important to do. Well, circle prospecting is so interesting because number one is the most cost efficient thing an agent can do. It's the most effective thing you can do to grow your business, right? So it's the most efficient way to grow your business and it's the most cost efficient all at the same time. Okay. So so why is it the most efficient way to grow your business? Well, because what circle prospecting is, is you pick out a neighborhood or a subdivision and you call the owners in that subdivision, not asking them if they want to buy or sell, but is there anything in the world you can do for them, right? And if they don't, if they, you know, if they're not, then is there an agent you would work with? And if not, cool, I'm sure you're going to do something. I would love the opportunity to work with you. What's your email? and you get their emails, you do a weekly email to your entire database on the same day of the week forever and all that, that's a whole other conversation. But the circle prospecting gives you the opportunity to pick your price point. If you want 500, you get 500. If you want a million, you get a million. If you want 250, you pick 250. Whereas if you do a Zillow lead, you know, that could be a $20,000 trailer or a million dollar house right? There's no, you don't pick your price point. It's just kind of like whatever happens. So this is a way that you can target the exact clients that you want. Okay. The properties that you want to sell and they're unlimited. You can't call every single property owner ever, never happened. So you have an unlimited of a resource of the targeted group of clients that you want at your fingertips and you're not calling a high pressure sell them or put them in an awkward situation. You're calling to see what you can do to help. Yeah. And you're trying to build those relationships long-term. Now, what's really interesting is closings happen every single day. So if you believe that, and there's no way not to, all you have to do is look at MLS. That gives you the faith that you can use this approach and build these long-term relationships, but you're going to run into people who want to do deals today as well. Right. So you're building your business for short and long term at the same time. So think Love about the, think about the efficiency of circle prospecting. Well, it, and and also too the the fact of the matter is you're not spending uh, the same kind of money. Well, that well that well that was the second part of it. I can actually break that down. Um, if you get a Zillow lead, it's like a hundred or two hundred or three hundred dollars per lead. Okay. And this lead may or may not call you back or this or that or whatever the case may be, okay? We're talking several hundred dollars for a lead. Circle prospecting through Red X, if you go to, if, you, if you're in my coaching program, you get a discount with Red X. And Red X has a feature called Geo Leads, okay? Geo Leads, you put an address in the search bar and 
address finds all the owners in that subdivision. Boom, with a click of a mouse, all the phone numbers and everything. Then they also have a dialer. It's called Storm Dialer. You just click dial and it starts calling, right? Love it. So you can use my scripts right there on the on my website and start developing these relationships and start building your business. Now, Red X is $50 a month for 2,000 phone numbers. So you just paid $50 for 2,000 leads of targeted leads instead of a couple hundred dollars for one lead that you don't have, you have no control of what the price point is. It's, it's insane, right? Yeah, so this gives you control over your prospecting mm -hmm. and you can actually create a strategy to grow your business. And, and, and as I like to say, on any given day is a brand new day and you can decide to either be successful and, you know, be the cup half full person or not. Um, pity parties are fine. We've all had them, but they can't last long because then you don't ever get out of it. Right. You, know, you can't look in the rear view mirror because if you keep looking in the rear view mirror, you're not going to move forward. Yeah. And I, I survived the crash too and all the crap that went along with it. And so I, I too had that mindset change, but I love this because for solo agents in particular that are struggling, they've got a fresh new start every day. It's unlimited. You can't do it all. Now, let me just say, just to help the audience out, everybody is out there trying to figure out a way not to make phone calls, right? <laughs> yes. They are. They are. They're trying to figure out how not to make phone calls. They're, they're doing social media advertising. They're buying leads, Zillow and stuff. They're, you know, doing open houses. They're, you know, doing all kind whatever they can do not to make phone calls, right? Anything but calls, right? Right. But what happens is, is, okay, what happens is, is, is they're, they're just putting off the inevitable because when they do get that Zillow lead, what do they have to do? Call they them. Call. Right? <laughs> what, if, 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 if an open house person comes through the open house and you get their information, what do you have to do after? You have to call them. If you get a Facebook or Instagram lead, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta call them. You have to yeah. talk to them. So what's happening is everybody's putting off the inevitable. Here's point A, here's you, here's a closing, here's point B. And, you know, or this is, here's the client that wants to do a deal and here's you. And everybody's putting all this space in between you and the client with all this garbage of time and money. They're spending more time and more money to get to the same spot. Right. They're spending yeah. thousands of dollars on Zillow, thousands of dollars on Facebook, thousands of dollars on open houses. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, is instead of, you know, going, taking off, taking the long way to the same spot, let's just call them right now. Yeah. Cut to the chase. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm giving you, I'm giving you the footprint, the blueprint of, you know, instead of trying to figure out a way to get people to call you or, you know, not right. to make calls. You got to call them anyway. Why not just sit in a room and just call person after person of a targeted audience who is looking, you know, who, have, who owns the properties you want to sell, knows people that might want to sell or buy more properties that you can create these relationships with and build your business. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it. So you have a solution to a problem, which is real estate agents who are trying to get more leads to close more listings so they can live the life that they really want to live. And, and that solution is pick up the phone and 
make the call. Um, you've got the scripts. I've watched your videos. I've watched your live calls. It's really, it's not what you think it is. I think because especially those of us who've been around a while, there's certain versions of making phone calls. This is not one of them. And I, I like it's the softer side of making that phone call. And people do, you know, if you come at it from that perspective, people aren't usually not too difficult to deal with, you know, yeah, and I if they hang up, they hang up, that happens, you know, but um, let me ask you this. Uh, I know you, you do this all week long. Say someone's getting ready and they want to do this and start this. What do you recommend as far as like, the first week, second week, third week, so that someone doesn't get frustrated or burnt out? Well, um, I think first they need to kind of get the philosophies down, you know, and understand why they're doing it, what, what the realistic expectations are, which the philosophies are that closings happen every day all around you, right? And business is unlimited. And that we need to focus on the relationships more than the transactions. You need to be 95% low pressure and 5% high pressure, Got right? It. But the yeah. problem is people are using that high pressureness at the wrong time. You have to use that high, that, that high pressure after you've made the connection. It's too many people are calling and then just trying to make, make it happen so fast. Yeah. What you have to do is connect first. Right. And that's where my phone scripts come in because it's like, hey, this is Ricky Cruz. How are you doing? I'm enjoying the day. Isn't it gorgeous? I don't want to take up too much of your time. That little sequence of the beginning of the call is set to to really, um, you know, lighten the conversation up. It's set up to read the person to see how they're feeling, how they're doing, what we can really do there to help them, how the conversation really needs to go and make them feel comfortable. We really want to within that first you know, 20, 30 seconds, make them feel super comfortable that you're not there to try to high pressure them into doing something. Right. Now we can have a real conversation about what we can do to help them. So the expectations are what people can do is a little exercise, right? And, th and this, I want, I want people to do this um, to, to build their confidence up when they're making their calls. And this is literally what I do. And this is, this has really helped me. But when next time you're talking to your best friend, your mom, your dad, your sister, your daughter, whatever, uh, take note, take a mental snapshot about your mind right then and really take note of how comfortable you are on the phone with that person and how they're comfortable with you, the tonality, how fast you're talking, um, the entire, you know, moment needs to be snapshotted in your mind. And then you need to take really serious note of that and then start trying to, it's not going to happen overnight, but start trying to apply that same mindset when you're talking to your prospects, because your prospects are an extended part of your family. If you're, if you're going to be a top producer, if you're really going to crush it and be number one and all this stuff, your clients have to be part of your extended family and they have to know that. And the only way that they can know that is by the way that you talk to them. Right. Right. So, I think that's a really good exercise. Next time somebody's talking to a family member or best friend or something to really take a snapshot of what's going on in their mind and how comfortable, because your job is to make people feel comfortable with you. Yeah. That's your job. Exactly. It's not to sell properties. It's not to, you know, not, not even to really make calls at the end of the day. The most important thing is, is that you're talking to enough people 
and you're making them feel comfortable. You know, the problem is that. people and, and, and people have good intentions that want the best for everybody and really work hard and all that. That's great. But the problem there is, is most of those people aren't talking to enough people. It doesn't matter if you're, if you really care about people, but you're only, you're trying to convert three people all week, you know, and you're right. not really trying to like build, build a pipeline bigger. You know, if you're a good person, you got to share it with the world. Well, let me ask you something um, outside of the circle prospecting. Do you go to any networking events locally? Do you do traditional networking or do you just mainly focus on your circle prospecting and your sphere of influence? Yeah, because the reason I don't do those things is literally because of the first thing I said about circle prospecting, which is that it's the most efficient thing to yeah, do over everything. There's nothing better. When, when I find something better, I'll start talking about it. But until then, you know, doing that, it, there, there's nothing, nothing even comes close. There's not a close second. Maybe like, maybe like expires, you know, expired yeah. bounders or something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe door knocking, door knocking is good, you know, and stuff like that. But if you'll see the, the activities I'm talking about involve yeah. talking to property owners and developing relationships with them. I so. agree. I agree. I think it's a time element where you can just get a lot more done. And, uh, and, and what do you think about also, um, being able to um, do a follow-up with, you mentioned email. So are you sending an email out once a week? Is that what you were saying to any of the folks that you have connected with? Everybody I've ever connected with, buyers that never bought anything, you quit calling me, all my past clients, friends and family, everybody, anybody and everybody can get an email address for. I want to build my brand through this email. Okay. Every single Wednesday since 2007, it's went out and it's the foundation of my business. It's literally how I'm selling so much property because everybody knows who I am because I get this email every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. You know? So that's the foundation of my brand is this weekly email. And then everything else is just extra credit. You know, everything I do on social and if I send postcards or phone calls and everything else is just kind of, you know. Well, to me, social is a way for people that you've connected with um, to really see more about who you are and validate why um, they would want to work with you. So in my, in my world, I have enough out there that there's, there's, there's so much that, that they can find things about who I am and know that I'm a good person to work with. And I say what I do and I do what I say. And I think yeah. that's really the number one thing that people want and they don't want transactional, very rare. They want a relationship. I know in my world they do. So um, I asked my guests, what would be a 24 hour challenge that you could give to my listeners to kind of help them incorporate what we're talking about today to jumpstart them? Cause you know, nobody wants to do anything. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think that I think the biggest thing is that people should get out of this podcast is to is to um, stop trying to convert, stop trying to close the deal so quickly, um, and start trying to focus on what's best for the client. And the best way to do that, there's a number of ways, but the, the best way to do that is is by refraining from saying, do you want to buy? Do you want to sell? Consider selling and consider buying. Uh, who do you know? All that 1980s verbiage oh. and replace all of that 
with, is there anything in the world that I can do for you? And yeah. then listen to the answer and then focus on the answer. Whether it's to buy today or not, it doesn't matter because they will do something at some point. And don't you want to be their agent when they decide to do something? Yes. Great advice. Um, yeah, Great. I, think, I think replacing all that. Um, and and uh, I, I think for the 24-hour challenge is to understand that and then apply it, right? I think you should maybe go to start with your past clients maybe. Go to past clients over the next 24 hours, call them all, and say, hey, you know, it's Ricky. How you doing? Isn't it gorgeous outside? Whatever. Look, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. Just wanted to check in and see if there's anything in the world I can do for you right now. And then just have a conversation with them, right? And then what we're going to do is once we've gone through the 24-hour challenge of calling all our class clients, we're going to start applying this same principle to people that we've never talked to before so that we can continue building our sphere. And that's when you're going to start seeing some massive growth. I love it. Um, one last question for you. What's your favorite word? Favorite word? Yeah. I could say what's your favorite food, but I thought word would be good. Wow. You can answer both. <laughs> I've never, I've never, ever been asked that. Favorite word. <laughs> wow. I do a word of the year um, blog. It's my second year of doing it. And the words that people have posted, they're like, sometimes I'm like, I've never heard of that, but okay, cool. <laughs> I think, um, I guess like um, a favorite word would maybe have something to do with maybe the way I feel all the time. And that's just super blessed. Love it. You no. Know? Yeah. Uh, really feel blessed. Right now, I've had the best start of a year I've ever had this year so far in real estate. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm selling stuff left and right. It's yeah, following you, I can see you're super super busy. And yeah. I will tell you, it has inspired me because I took some time to build out my lifestyle blog hashtag Soboka, which is is really cool and it's doing well and it's doing more than I really had planned because as I always say, I'm an Aries. So I start at number four on the list and then I circle back to number one and then I kind of fix things, but that's pretty much how it rolls. If you've got my kind of personality, but at the end of the day, I'm an executor and I, I can like give me something to do and I'll do it like it's done. But I, I decided like, especially going to R4 and I went to agent 2021 and I just came back from this podcast convention. I'm like, yeah, I've got everything. All my pieces are here. I got to like kind of get back into doing what I do, which is, you know, list and sell property. And yeah. I, I focus more on the listing side. Uh, I never used to understand that as much with um, older agents. And then I became an older agent. I'm like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> so, well, you work with your dad too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we get to a point where we're like, yeah, I don't feel like running around with buyers as much. So I'm yeah. going to focus on the listings. Right. <laughs> Right. But um, but I appreciate um your time today. I know it's valuable. Um, what is what's the best website that my listeners can find you at, and also um your socials? For sure. Um, if anybody's interested in the free coaching, it's at zero two diamond.com. Okay. Um, totally free, and the first completely free coach. There's a ninety day action plan. There's a free complete course of a breakdown of all everything that I do in my business, and then we do live training twice a month. And then I answer all questions on Instagram. Any, any DMs I get on Instagram, that's kind of the best way if you want to just have a question or reach out to me. 
um, that's really the best way to do that. So, and also find me on YouTube because I'm posting four videos a week there. Of, yeah, your uh, YouTube channel's rocking. I was looking at that too. I, I mean, I follow you anyways and watch them, but I went on and actually looked at, you know, your channel because I have one yeah. as well, but not near as busy. <laughs> Are you, yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the biggest thing there, I think, is consistency. Yeah. With YouTube, if anybody, if there's agents out there wanting to grow a YouTube uh, for their real estate business, I would say the biggest thing is literally consistency. Yeah. You know, where if you do, if you're going to do two videos a week, do it every week for like a year and then see where you stand. Yeah, you I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Love it. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on. This was really, really special. And I, um, I am so glad that I got to meet you. That was kind of like one of those ahas. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so I, I appreciated um, that very much. And um, I think you're going to be in my neck of the woods down in Miami here next week or the week after. So yeah, yeah, I will be. I will be. I'll be at the Tank Brewery on March 25th. That's what I thought. Yeah, speaking at the uh, at the thing. So yeah, you gonna be there? I uh, think I signed up for it. Yeah, I'm planning okay, on great. it unless something comes up, which I doubt will, unless I'm still have this terrible cold. But oh, great. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate um, you coming on today, and uh, you guys make sure you follow Ricky. He's so good with how he explains things, his wealth of information. The circle prospecting is the jam. If you want to jumpstart your business, you can do it any day. You don't have to wait until next month. Mon Every day is a Monday as far as I'm concerned. And I always say Sundays are my Monday. So just do it. Let's freaking do it already. Thanks, Ricky. I appreciate you being on today. Absolutely. Thank you. Once again, thanks for listening to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz podcast. I'm so happy that you can join me with such great guests. I mean, oh gosh, my aha moments. I'm constantly writing down notes while I'm doing my actual interview. Hey, if you want more inspirational, motivational, and educational pieces, feel free to uh, follow me at the Michelle B on Instagram. You can follow my YouTube channel under Michelle Belisari. And hey, follow us at sipsocialcell.com. I post the different webinars and events that I'm going to be either doing or I'm going to be speaking at. And I would love for you to attend some of my free trainings. I always have fun stuff that I'm doing, especially when it comes to uh, social media. Uh, voice marketing and riches in real estate niches. So thanks for joining in. If you like the podcast, feel free to give me a five-star review and share with some of your real estate friends. Hey, again, I love doing the SIP social cell sessions and I'm glad you could join us. Have a great day.